precision dice. I'll check my precision <laughs> dice after this episode. I'm gonna check my precision dice. No, this is the episode. We're talking about die now. This is a die podcast. We're talking about Thanks dice. For joining us. Die cast? Is that anything? Oh, also, um, I'll just do this right now, just because I think it's kind of funny. But we don't really need to spend a lot of time on it. Um, McDonald's is testing out something called the Grand McChicken, which costs four dollars and sixty nine cents, and it's the same as the regular McChicken, just the patty's bigger. So I just I mean, figured I'd throw that out there so I can close this tab. Um, that's that sounds all. that sounds good to me. <laughs> like you know, it sounds great. It's I like, like when you go chicken. to a sandwich place and they're like, "Oh, for two dollars, we'll double your meat," and you're like, oh, "Fucking of course! Why would I, I say no that. to that?" No, Why? I want the I want because I want the sandwich to be balanced in the way that it was intended no, to be right. balanced. I don't. I if will I wanted say, more meat, I would get a big burger. No, I I, I think snack. it depends oh, on who's making the sandwich because sometimes they destroy it with vegetables. As soon as you're like, I'll have some lettuce, like and they're just like. I like when I go to Jimmy John's. I always uh, well, I know this is counter to the thing that I just said, but when I go to Jimmy John's, I I always get double veggies on my sandwiches because they're free and it's twice as much food for free. But the balance, fuck yeah, yeah, the balance is fine. Whatever, lettuce isn't gonna throw off the balance of my spicy East Coast Italian. (laughs) All right, challenge accepted. I'm gonna make your next one, and I'm going to put so much fucking lettuce on it. Since Bailey's Sports Center alarm is going off, I'm gonna go throw my burger meat in the freezer before I forget. I'll be back in a second. Wait, we started. All right, whatever. This podcast is already rolling. Welcome back to dinner for breakfast. Hello. <laughs> this is a great intro, probably one of the best ones ever. Long pauses. Wes left halfway through it. We did a cold open. It was kind of funny. It was fine. It was. I fine. agree with Wes though. I never get double meat myself. Well, I feel like you're missing out. You know, life's too short. Get double meat. That's that's the lesson to take away from this I episode. Know. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> me personally. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't know. You're not that guy. I'm not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> Boys, my cow's just a before my very eyes. I was just agreeing with you, Wes, on how I uh, I never get double meat myself. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Why but would you? would you get double veggies? I, no, I, I don't get double anything. See, he's not would, agreeing. It's more I of like get, a, a fundamental difference. It's fair. I would get double meat if it was free. That's why I get double veggies, because I can just get more food for free. Also, he's a stingy like boy. Man. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, if it's free, then like they should just serve it that way and be like, actually, I, just, I want less meat, and then it still wouldn't cost anything. Yeah. And then it would save them money. Also, I'm not stingy. I spend money like it's my fucking job. <laughs> if you're not going to spend the money, what are you going to do with it? Sit on it? You can't take it with you. <laughs> what I'm saying, I'd rather have material goods. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys do an intro yet? Or no? Are we gonna yeah, this is what we did. We did hold open, oh, and sure. right after you yeah. got up and left, I, did, I said welcome back. So, yeah, of course. You know. Alright, I should have. We're running gone. hot, baby. We're going in. Very hot. We're here. Hot. And we're ready to do this damn thing. Boys, boys, boys. Oh, you had a big old Where's list of topics to yeah, talk I'm just about trying to today. Fl- oh, I yeah. I added so, them to the Discord channel. They're all in there. Uh, I, I, um, I'm your secretary, the, I guess, now. This this morning, <laughs> I uh, got to work. I had to stop at the gas station to get some water for the day. And sitting in the main cooler at the front of the gas station was some bug juice and it it took me back a little to my (laughs) little nostalgic days right there and i was like oh i I, you know i'll grab the orange one and let's see if that holds the the little plastic barrel like that no that's big hug those are big hugs what yeah you're thinking of big bug juice bug juice juice has the little squeeze top bottle big top yeah big big top the bug juice also came in little barrels no No, big hug has the it has like the Foil that you peel off the top of the barrel. yeah yeah that's a, a little hug or a big hug, hug? <laughs> is it a little or a big hug well, <laughs> it's a hug it's a hug anyway go ahead anyways so i got the orange one um to see if it t- tested the tested time or however that saying goes the time yep. yeah and i uh came to the realization after the first sip that i was extremely disappointed because it did not taste the same as when i was a child and yeah, it was uh, quite unfortunate, to be honest with you. And then it made me think, what are other kind of like nostalgia products, like food products that haven't stood the test of time? And I think Hug is another one that it's uh, <laughs> and I, hasn't. I haven't had a little, little Hug. It is Little Hug. I sent a link to the website. Little Hug. Um, 
I have not had a little hug in probably a, over a decade. Um, yeah. I will be buying some after this, though. Wait, low I, sugar drinks for kids? That's not right. They were only sugar back in I my day. I remember them being all sugar. That's yeah, I remember them, them being pivot. almost exclusively sugar. What do you mean, <laughs> low sugar? They're trying to pivot. Um, it, no, but, uh, yeah, so do you guys have any, like, nostalgic, like, products that you think that haven't stood the test of time or even have stood the test I of think, time? Uh, well, hmm. I had a I had a fruit roll-up the other day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it was even better than I remember. It was so yeah, gu- gush- good. Gushers are really good too. Gushers are uh, so good. I, like I gushers. buy gushers at the grocery yeah. store pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, um, I think Capri Sun has stood the test of time pretty well too. I have Capri Sun in my mini fridge right now. I also yeah. have Sunny D. Sunny You're- D is actually one that I don't think held up as well as I remember it. I always remember it as being this like incredible drink, and it's really not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I. I, you guys really remember good. that time where Capri Sun literally made giant like sacks of juice for they're no. like oh it's like Capri Sun for adults we know you want it anyway and it was just like a oversized Capri Sun pack you don't remember that that was a whole thing for a little stretch I mean it probably failed but <laughs> well, it's not around anymore it probably failed yeah I'd say so yeah they just um, made like I don't know it was way more money than it was worth and then you drink it and you'd be like yeah that was kind of good but I, I I like Capri Sun but I think they don't stand up as an adult because like I can down it in like half a second and then I'm yeah like, I mean eh. <laughs> yeah that that may be true but I was more or less thinking like the flavor wise flavor wise yeah, yeah no I, yeah. St- I still like them yeah um I, I don't know. I feel like I, I thought of a good one earlier, and I didn't write it down, and I'm really wishing I would yeah, because I had there a it good is. one. There it is. <sighs> what? I'll tell you what, I am about to... I kind of want some uh, little hugs I, I at this point. Yeah, I don't know if they just went completely sugar-free or whatever, but <laughs> they did not... They, they don't taste that well, that good anymore. You can buy them at Walmart. I mean, I bet they're probably not as good as I remember them being, but at the same time, no you kidding. Them, you can Are buy we them at sure? Local Piggly Wiggly. Can we confirm whether or not, like, them not having almost any sugar is a new <laughs> thing or an old thing? I, think, I swear I to God. I feel like that's that might be part of the gimmick, though, right? Is that, like... It's this drink that kids love because it's super sugary, but it's oh. actually, it's okay, parents. It's it, not it, it contains 0% fruit juice and then even less, well, like, what makes it good. sugar or added sugar. So, like, what is it? Dude, <laughs> it's a little hug, man. Couldn't tell you what's in it, though. I'm not allowed to. I just I just Sign Google nostalgic NBA. foods for 90s kids. Oh, oh yeah, let's get some. He, all right, if you talk here's about one. green, If you talk about green ketchup, I'm going to leave. No. Butter butters. Uh, Nutty Buddies, whatever they call them. Nutty Buddies. Uh, I think they're just as good. Dunkaroos, I, I don't like frosting. You're a communist. Next one. Um, <laughs> Accurate. You know, you know, there's another, do you know those popsicles in like just the clear plastic sleeve that just oh, freezes yeah. juice? Oh, yeah, dude. The yeah, ones those are great. Bite and it cuts yeah. the sides of your mouth like the Joker. Yeah. yeah, and then, then you yeah. just like drink the juice at the end. Ugh, I have a, a bunch classic. of those in my freezer right now. What They're a... so good. I buy a lot of kid food now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> toaster strudels, those are. Those I have are toaster strudels in my freezer too. Did you guys ever have these Wonder Balls? What the hell is a Wonder Ball? They're like a chocolate ball with like candy like character pieces on in the middle. <clears throat> I guess they were a choking hazard, but like I remember a, them like being a Kinder as good. Surprise egg. Yeah, in a sense, but like okay. Yeah, and I never yes. had that. Oh my god, Uncrustables. Oh, dude, that's oh my god, Uncrustables <laughs> are so good. We get those, uh, we buy those by the case at work because we uh-huh. ship them out with with a lot of meals. Um, every once in a while, we ship a whole bunch of them out. They're so good. <laughs> every once in a while, I'll like sneak one out of the freezer and put it in my pocket until it thaws out, and then eat it. It's so good. <laughs> Here, one here's one that's eaten frozen. Here's one that doesn't stand the test of time is Scooby Doo fruit snacks because they changed it up on the like the flavoring and everything on them. Uh, Used to be top tier. Yeah, they don't have like the blue gum gummy anymore. Like what's the Scooby Blue? Blue? Yeah, 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 Scooby Blue, dude. They don't put that one in there anymore. Scooby Blue, Blue, the one that looked like poster putty. Um, (laughs) pale blue. 
Uh, I know Wes will like this one. Lunchables. We talked about it last yeah, okay. episode. Yeah. Oh my god! No, I they don't. They don't stand up. So they don't you, stand up. You don't stand up. They're good. I mean, I could. Shady stands up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boom. And I guess another notable one would be Dippin' Dots, which I'm not a fan of personally. I still I love Dippin' Dots. They're fine. They're too... They're overpriced. I'm not gonna lie, they are overpriced, but they are very good. I, I, I just think there's the so novels. many better options in the the freezer section of a. Yeah, I guess like, I don't. I don't know. If, if I'm going to the freezer section of a grocery store, at, at this point in my life, the only thing I buy anymore is Talenti. I buy Talenti gelato. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. It is so. Well, here's the thing: is I I don't have much of a sweet tooth, so I can make it last a long time. And so it's worth it for me to spend five bucks on a pint of gelato and then make it last uh, like two months or whatever. It is so delicious. Yeah, that shit would be gone in a night if that was in my house. Yeah, no, ate, pints, just pints don't make the... it very long. They make it like maybe two days. I around just ate this half month. a pint of it last night, actually. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> this dude. Like, pints are what I get much. myself when I'm like, I'm going to be good and not have too much. And then, like, you just, and then you just eat all of it and you're like, I spent... As much as I could have, <laughs> like, spent on, like, a quart of ice cream under the like, guise wow. that I would make it last and I'd be good. <laughs> it's like, wow, those those little things, those little pints of Talenti were on sale for two for $9, and I just ate a whole one of them. <laughs> it's not great, man. No, I, I, it's those and, like, outshine popsicles. Like the Yo, popsicles. those oh, are so, so good. good. What the are those? Ones. Outshine popsicles. If you never had an outshine, they come popsicle. in like the green boxes. I recommend either the lemon, the lime, or the strawberry. Or probably my go-to. Uh, yeah, yep. I don't lime, lime and I, raspberry. I have a weird thing. I don't like popsicle sticks with stuff what? with like frozen. Oh, it's like a weird like I don't know if it's a sensory like thing, it. but like I don't like I don't like the frozen like ice on it, and then I have to like scrape it, you know, scrape it off the popsicle. I don't like that feeling, <laughs> and I don't know. It's just nah, the, those are weird. Good, they're so good though. They're like by far and away probably my my singular favorite. Like oh yeah, it's popsicle it's my number two. Treat. It's my number two favorite frozen treat, right Ooh, behind Talenti gelato. I thought like, about popsicles to say are like incredible. <laughs> no, I'm popsicles are like hard candy with me. I can't just like suck on them. I have to chew them. It's like you have I don't to know. chew them. Yeah, I, I, like, I have a, a weird point with almost all hard candies where I just have to like crunch it up. Dude, I'll do it with a Jolly Rancher, and like that's the worst thing one you can that's do. Just right like with unsoftened, this. just like yeah. straight up out the wrapper yeah, yeah, into a yeah. chomp. That's yeah. brutal. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Well, I'll lose a Jolly tooth soon. Yeah, I Jolly was like, I'm surprised don't. you don't have more dental issues. <laughs> yeah, really. Jolly Dude, Ranchers, I'm... Jolly Ranchers also don't like crunch apart in a satisfying way. They just kind of stick in your teeth when you try to uh, chew yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. sucks, but. Well, Jolly Ranchers found a good way for me. They, uh, I do love Jolly Ranchers. What they do? They made the gummy versions. And those were really good. So, wait, sorry, <laughs> that's a thing. I believe that's so. been a thing for quite a while now. I think I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of. Holy shit! Yeah, so gummy Jolly Ranchers. So, like, imagine breaking Jolly news Rancher. to Wes live, Whoa. but it's soft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm typically not wow. even a gummy person, but they're pretty good. What do you I can mean get... you're not a gummy person. I can get he gets closer to his screen with I, his glasses on. <laughs> okay, so let me. Can I? Can I defend myself or no? Are you just gonna just gonna rail me for that one? I mean, I mean, you can try can back a little bit. Okay, so I'm on Amazon and I'm looking at the thumbnail picture of it, and I was trying to see the net weight uh, of Who, the package what? on the thumbnail picture. Why? So I can see how much it is because it's it's four pound it's four and a half pounds for thirty dollars for Jolly Rancher gummies on Amazon. In case you were wondering, Goes so many. Way. I can get a whole pound of assorted cherry, strawberry, and watermelon ones. Yo, if you want like your candy by the pound, I'm pretty sure Amazon sells like a five pound bag of gummy bears. They're like the Albany gummy bears, I think. The best Ooh, gummy bears. Really good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. If I want candy by the pound, I'll just go to my I'll go to Horrocks. Honestly, like Horrocks <laughs> yeah, I mean where they have or... literal buckets of candy and they're like, yeah, please or, take uh, it. I also live right down the street from Rocket Fizz. So oh, I like and... Rocket Fizz. I love Rocket Fizz. I love a place where you can just get they have the buckets and you just scoop your stuff yeah. in a bag and then you weigh it at the end and it's just it's like the Laffy Taffy of Rocket Yeah, there's there's That's something really fun about that. Hey, what's what? the best flavor of Laffy Taffy? What do you guys think? Just real quick off the top of your head. Wrong. 
don't know. Probably like the they have like an apple, the green apple one. The they? green apple. Yeah, that's, I like that's the green correct. apple one. That's the correct answer. You guys no, remember they dude. made a chocolate laffy taffy? No, they made a chocolate, chocolate laffy. No, chocolate one. It's crazy. I, remember I was never thing... huge on Laffy Taffy, honestly. I the wrapping, the wrapping sucked because it half the time it always stick to the Laffy Taffy. And you have to peel it <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, but like... it always has a, it always has a joke on it, though. That is true. Yeah, that is true. They do make up sticks. with the joke. That's also true. Well, we know how I feel about popsicle sticks. So, oh, for um, God's sake. The first, the first thing I did when I got my braces off is I ate a whole huge bag of Laffy Taffy. <laughs> so I have a kind of a special connection to Laffy Taffy. Um, I respect hey, can that. I, can I kind of pivot for a second here? Because I just closed the tab, the tab that I had Amazon uh, for Jolly Ranchers open in. And it immediately put me in this other tab that I have open for some reason. Um, where Mountain Dew made a hot sauce. You I guys know that. about this? You yeah, about this? Okay. I do not know yeah, about this. It, okay, so fucking flies in my room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> edit that out. Uh, March. This article came out March first of this year, where Mountain Dew made a Baja Blast flavored hot sauce. And I thought this was interesting enough that I could bring it up and just kind of talk about it for a second. Um, well, wasn't it like super limited edition and like you can find them on eBay and people are trying to get like yeah, just it's, insane amounts of money for this hot sauce. Yes, it was incredibly limited edition. Um, I happened to be doing research on this website for some other stuff. Um, and I found this article and thought it was fascinating. So apparently it like the first of all, color wise it is teal it's like it looks like uh, Baja blast, blast. Blast. it's it is very unappealing because of the way it looks <laughs> and according to where was the paragraph uh yes i'm just going to quote directly from this article from brandeating.com um while foods quote while foods that taste like other foods don't always actually taste like the foods they're meant to taste like that's quite a sentence uh yeah. that's not the case here mountain dew baja blast hot sauce definitely tastes like mountain dew baja blast soda minus the fizziness in fact huh. it tastes too much like baja blast as it's very sweet with the signature citrus and coconut notes so <laughs> it's like drinking Baja Blast that's flat, and then I guess there's some heat to it. I don't know. I just thought it sounded gross, and it looks this terrible. Is, this is ridiculous. It's Did you like see what I'm looking at. I'm on eBay right now. Oh my god! How much does it go for? I'm seeing high of two fifty and a low of like one forty nine. But it's kind of sick. The box it comes in comes with like a taco tray holder with a hole. It holds the hot sauce, but uh, and then you have your own like dipping cup, and it comes with the hot sauce itself. It's kind of cool stuff that comes with it, but see, I obviously not worth that much money, in my opinion. But someone will buy it. I mean, I wouldn't pay for it. I mean, I just want to try it, dude. I know, yeah, everyone wants to try it, but you know, some nice like. I bet it's good like, on some shrimp tacos or something like that. <laughs> shrimp really tacos, good. the first thing you're uh, like, hey, you know, I just well, really I heard coconut. I heard coconut, Honestly, so that makes me yeah. think like seafoody. If we, if mm. you were to put it on anything, a shrimp taco actually probably wouldn't be the worst. And it comes it with is. a couple recipes too. I think there's oh, like no, no, no. a there's like a um 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 um. Uh, a dip. Like Taco Bell's gonna have to add shrimp tacos to the menu now. Yeah, it's those spicy Baja Blast dip. Mix. We talked about the Taco Bell lawsuit, right? Yes. Actually, um, yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's so it's hot sauce and sour cream mixed together. <laughs> this bot, and then uh, huh. dip or drizzle onto anything you like. We we love Tostitos, ruffles, shrimp, maz sticks, or chicken nuggets. Wait, huh? They want you to drizzle this onto ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, <laughs> or or that you can do the uh, topped Mountain Dew can. Uh ice what? cold can of Mountain Dew. Top your top your can with everything you like, Doritos and Cheetos, shrimp and cucumber, or pineapples mm-hmm. and strawberries. Drizzle the pairing Baja hot sauce. Crack Ooh. open the can and enjoy. 
What's this like Sorry. some dressed up Bloody Mary <laughs> of a Mountain <laughs> Dew? Like what? Except, yes, it's exactly yeah. that. Except it's a sealed can of Mountain Dew yeah. that you're putting all your food on the outside of. Like, right. am I That's taking so... a cold can of Mountain Dew and like rimming it with salt or something to enhance yeah, my seen, experience? Now that you mention it, I've actually seen this before. People do this with like Modelo. They'll like take a Modelo and then coat it with like chamoy and put elote on it and tahine and all this and like cotija cheese and all this crazy stuff uh. on like a six pack of cold Modelos and you're just supposed to like pick them up and drink them and eat around them. I guess <laughs> it's. I've always seen these videos and thought like that. That has to be a joke. That can't be real. Like there's no way. But now Mountain Dew wants you to do that. I guess. Oh damn. Yeah. I don't know, man. Thanks for me. <laughs> but I do want to try it. I do want to try yeah, it. Really if anybody bad. has so maybe a bottle of it lying around, fucking hit us up. That doesn't want to sell for two hundred dollars. Yeah, that wants to give it away for entertainment for the purpose of true art. <laughs> the true art. I'm gonna pay two hundred dollars for a bottle of Mountain. Well, see, the more <laughs> I say pay two hundred dollars for a bottle of Mountain Dew hot sauce, the more I'm kind of into it. <laughs> saying the words mountain dew hot sauce really hits a it hits a special spot in my soul i think i love trying <laughs> different hot sauces and they always do I like weird do. stuff so like i'd be i'm all for it not for 200 dollars, but like listen you know. if we get the if we get the 150 uh the 150 dollar one we could each throw in 50 bucks and we can have a bottle of baja blast hot sauce to ha, do with ha, 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 please I bet it would be great in a spicy margarita. Probably. <laughs> oh, speaking of hot sauce, know about that. G G uh, have you guys gone to Olga's Kitchen before? I have yes. been to Olga's Kitchen before. So they have a uh, a hot ones hot sauce on there. I think it's Detroit Fire or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, on one of their like euros, it's like a chicken euro with that dude. Had it last Ooh. night. Pretty good. It comes with like spicy pickles on it too. Oh, that that was, sounds good. That was like my second time being at Olga's. Did you, yeah, no, that was did you get the Olga dippers with their like special the cheese snackers? Dipper yeah, bread. the snackers oh, are God, good, dude. but I kind of prefer them without the cheese. Oh my God, what? that cheese. Heather says the same thing. That that cheese that they serve them with is so good. It's just like, it's I like think it's a little almond. <laughs> it's like an almond cheese spread. So it has like this yeah. nuttiness that like Swiss cheese yeah. has. It's a very similar thing. So good. Yeah, Lexi, totally Lexi. Good. I'll die for that cheese, I think, too. But I'm like, you can have the cheese. I'll, I like, I just like eating the snack I'm straight the up. Boat. They are very good. I remember when I, I like went there, our up. server was going hard, and he was like, I'm going to bring you out these snackers, and, and like, I'm not even going to charge you for them. You got to have them, bro. And I'm like, okay. Whatever you say, pal. They're good. I don't know what seasoning they have. Their special seasoning is pretty good. But it is. I'm pretty sure it's mostly just paprika to look like they're seasoned. That's Probably. What a lot of places do. They put orange dust on things. It's paprika. Paprika doesn't taste like much. Unless you get like unless you get like some really nice like smoked paprika. Wow. That's disrespect um, for paprika. No, it's not disrespect. Even after paprika. you told me you put it in your biscuits and gravy when you make them. Well, yeah, smoked True. paprika gives it the oh, smokiness. Oh, James, how do those biscuits turn out? Uh, pretty great. I uh still going good. through some of the venison that Bailey was kind enough to give me earlier, so I decided I well my normal go to is venison nachos, which are so good. Um, but I wanted to mix it up, so I made biscuits and gravy and used like venison and like uh, sausage gravy kind of thing, and it was really good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad my. Big old deer's getting put to use. Yeah, you can uh, come over and get another one whenever you want. There's a bunch. <laughs> Got them right I, here, uh, just sitting next to the bed. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a deer skull. Are we doing video for this? Yeah, this yeah, we are. Yeah, okay. we're you're live right now. <laughs> when you held your arm up, did you get a new tattoo? Did I see a new tattoo on your arm? No. Or am I tripping? Oh, I saw. I think you're tripping. Oh, it's your the one on your the one on your right wrist. The, the reverse. Oh, <laughs> that one. Yeah, it's oh! really dang my elbow <laughs> on the table. Classic, the old funny um, bone. Hilarious. Uh, boys. Well, all right, never mind. All right, well, <laughs> you said no. I said what? Oh, I thought you said no. Uh, you guys want to play a little bit of a game? Is this is a I've reoccurring pulled... game? Yeah, I've pulled some cookbooks off the internet that I think you guys might be very interested in. Oh, boy. Um, if you guys, so 
for those of you who are unfamiliar, everybody knows how this game works. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the description of three cookbooks. Um, they're all inside of a category. One of them isn't real. You guys have to figure out which one is fake. Um, I want to do a little bit more structure with it this time, though. I want you Ooh. guys to work as I want you guys to work as a team. Okay. And you sure. guys each can ask one question. Ooh. We'll make it a little bit tougher. Okay. So I feel like, like I feel like this makes it more uh, more interesting. Um, and I've also gone pretty specific for these. So they're all Star Wars cookbooks. Ooh. But they're all targeted at kids aged eight to twelve. Okay. So they're all Star Wars kids cookbooks. Easy for... bake cookbooks. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. So let's see here. Whoops, that's the wrong button. It's not what I want. Okay. The first one, I'll read I'll read the titles first. Um, I'll I'll what I'll do is I'll read the title and the description. Um, and then you guys can ask one question each and then work together to figure out which one is fake. Um, if we think that one question is too hard, then we'll give you guys more. But for now, we're going to start with that. Okay. First one. Galactic Gourmet, a Star Wars cookbook for young Jedi chefs. Galactic Gourmet, a Star Wars cookbook for young Jedi chefs, is a culinary journey to a galaxy far, far away, specifically crafted for aspiring young chefs aged 8 to 12. This intergalactic cookbook combines the enchanting world of Star Wars with the joy of cooking, making mealtime an epic adventure. That's the first one. Yeah. The second one is Star Wars The Padawan Cookbook, Kid-Friendly Recipes from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. They're all pretty Good. similar because they're all Star Wars cookbooks. Discover a galaxy of flavor with Star Wars The Padawan Cookbook, the ultimate guide to cooking for kids. This fun cookbook is packed with a variety of Star Wars-inspired dishes that budding Jedi will love. Featuring full-color photography, this accessible cookbook is the perfect way to instill young Star Wars fans with a passion for cooking. And okay. then the third one. Star Wars Galactic Baking, the official cookbook of sweet and savory treats from Tatooine, Hoth, and beyond. Kind of a mouthful. Get ready to tour the galaxy with this baking cookbook inspired by the snowdrifts of Hoth, the wastelands of Tatooine, and beyond. Star Wars, the official baking cookbook, is the most delicious way to experience the planets, flora, and fauna of the Star Wars galaxy. Whether you're throwing a watch party or hosting members of the Galactic Senate, this cookbook is a must-have for fans of all ages. Mm. So we have the Galactic Baking Book, we have the Padawan cookbook, and then we have the Galactic Gourmet. All right, James, is there one off the bat that you instantly like, that's not real? Because I got one. I kind of feel like the third one yeah. Is, yeah. is tripping the, me. The, Padaw the Padawan cookbook, Star Wars, the Padawan cookbook, kid-friendly recipes from a galaxy far, far away. I will say the title does have two different colons in it, which is odd. Yeah, that the third one is the uh, one that trips me up instantly, but I don't think that's the one. You don't think that's the one? Okay, going against your your gut instinct here. Yeah. All right. What yeah, kind of there's always there's always a weird one that gets through. And I'm sorry. The third one was the baking one. I was gonna the say the baking official cookbook. Yeah. 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 My bad. Yeah. I clicked on the wrong tab. I had the Padawan well, cookbook. He's trying to cover for himself. That's, 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 that's the one that you thought No, no, no. I'm not covering. I'm, I'm admitting my mistake. Mm -hmm. I was covering it with the one with the dark side. Using deception. True. The Empire's the good guys. The rebels are terrorists. You can <laughs> at me, and I will argue with you adamantly about this. I mean, the rebels are terrorists, <laughs> straight up. Um, it sounds like you're buying into some empire propaganda, but that's not the point. Well, maybe you're buying into rebel propaganda, James. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have any obvious birding questions here? What's going to help us distinguish these? Um, I, I feel like for, for free, I think you guys can just ask, like, if you want me to refresh you on the titles or the descriptions, like, I'll totally do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but any like additional information, like if you want to hear recipes from them or reviews or things like that, uh, or prices, um, release dates, anything like that, that's uh, that's extra. I feel like some reviews might be helpful here. 
Sure. Did you have a specific one you wanted to hear reviews from? The third one. <laughs> on the, the Star Wars Galactic Baking. Yeah. Official cookbook. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so it has 4.8 out of 5 stars. Wow. Okay, that's pretty good. Which is not bad. Let's see some customer reviews. Do you want, like, 1-star reviews or 5-star reviews? Like... Uh, can I get really one cool. person who who was about it, one person who was not about it? Sure. So I will I will straight up tell you, eighty five percent of people gave this five stars. Wow. Okay. That's here's a very, uh, let's do. Oh, here's a, here's a long. Oh my god. Here's a couple paragraphs. All right. Oh, okay. This yeah. one's three paragraphs long. It's a five star review. My littlest daughter. It's a verified purchase. My littlest daughter has a collection of cute cookbooks. When we recently fell in love with Star Wars, this book went on her Christmas list. It is professionally designed, printed, and bound. The graphics and images are excellent. There is a variety of skill levels, period. These are all full sentences for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every dessert has at least one photo, if not more, which is a key point for my nine-year-old, and every recipe has a description of how it fits into the storyline. The snacks are not foods taken straight from Star Wars movies, but rather they are desserts that are themed after different worlds, cities, and space stations, forest of Endor log cake, cloud city marshmallows, or designed in the style of a character like Sith cookies, or could have been something the characters would have ate, raised trading course energy bites. All great ideas for Star Wars themed parties. The only very slight con is that the header font is a bit hard for a young reader to figure out, but as a graphic <laughs> designer, I think it's perfect. Thanks, L-E-J Mama, for that one. All right. All right. And then I'll give you a one-star review from this also. There's only 1%. Oh. No one-star reviews. Uh, it says there's 1% of people gave it one star, but here's a two-star. That okay. works from That's fine. Philip G. All caps. His name is in all caps. It says, don't waste your money. Oh. The front... <laughs> I, this guy hates this book, I guess. I don't know why he didn't give it one star. The front cover image is really the only thing that looks legitimately like a Star Wars creation. Throwing a few poor resolution Star Wars images in between some name-changed recipes is pretty much all this book is. As for the recipes in this book, they are typical baked goods with a bit of food coloring and a name change, i.e. red food coloring and voila, Sith cookies. Other recipes, like the Life Day Cake, are straight-up fruitcake with a new name, or the Moss Eisley Cantina Munchies is a basic Chex Mix type. Very disappointing. Don't waste your money. Bought this as a gift and was too embarrassed to give it. Sending wow. it back, though I suppose, to be fair, an elementary-aged child that likes to bake and likes Star Wars would probably enjoy it. Too embarrassed to give it as a gift. That's... I don't what? know what what an insane like what an what an asshole. Like, honestly, I, I get G, that. Fuck you. I would. I get that there's professional cookbooks that are like themed, and they're trying to fit into the world. And but you know, it's still food that we eat that you've probably seen in some capacity. I understand that. Yeah. My my pro issue is with the people who are like, oh, it's just some other food that we eat that's been repurposed to fit the theme. I'm like, okay, do you want them to like invent? Yeah, right. meat or something to like, make your dish like we you're, they're not real it's not right. real <laughs> it's, I, I won't i won't i won't reveal the exact price of it obviously but it's not expensive and like for the amount that you're paying for this you can't expect them to create an entire book of new and never before seen recipes yeah like another great example is like if you think about a dumpling Every single culture in the entire world has some type of dumpling or yeah. hand pie or a pierogi or like a mandu. Like, it's all the same thing. It's just slightly different. Right. This is this like, it's been done. I don't know. I don't know why you're upset. You have about to it. truly go to a galaxy far, far away to to have a a cookbook of stuff that you've just never seen that has never been known to mankind at some point. True. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So that's uh, right. a one star or a two star and a five star review from Star Wars Galactic Baking, the official okay. cookbook. Oh, that was my question, Bailey. So what, what are we yeah. feeling here? Bailey, you got anything? Um, anything you want to know? We should probably scrutinize one of the other ones of our, yeah. our remaining question. I was gonna say recipes, but I mean recipes. I assume they're all pretty similar on like just the change of a certain food. Yeah, straight uh, up, I'll tell you, like, most of the recipes are things with Star Wars themed names from yeah. all three of the books. They're all. Uh, um, the same. Hmm. 
Wait, can I get the names one more time while we're we have? Yes. A... Uh, cool. So the first one was uh, the Galactic Gourmet. The second one was the Padawan Cookbook, and the third one is Galactic Baking. Galactic Baking is the one. Do you want me to read the full titles or uh, just like short? No, that's fine for me. That's fine for me. The Galactic Baking one you know, is the one that we got. I'm not. <laughs> some would say I'm not good with my questions, but I believe what's, you are. Uh, what's the cover art on the first one? Oh, the cover art yeah. on the first one. Go back to the tab. It appears to be a kid and presumably his mom in the kitchen making some Star Wars themed cookies. They look like little Darth Vader's. I don't know if I buy that one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How many cookbooks do you get are just pictures of like the person mate? Like it's normally like a super high res close up of the like food oh, or like no, it's well, themed a bad heavily. question turns good. It's wow, themed I will heavily by the the you know whatever it's referencing so it's either going to be a very spacey star warsy thing or it's going right. to be a very like food oriented centric image i have seen very few and i'm sure they're out there but i, I feel like i've seen fewer cookbooks that are like pictures of people in the kitchen like that's like just pro say, promotional crap you know cookbooks geared toward kids that their parents are going to buy are typically more family oriented on the covers of the cookbooks no way I that so that part is know, not a man. lie. That part is not a lie. Well, if it's like, like Star Wars based, I would think it'd be like extremely like kid like Star Wars themed. You know, it would be leaning right. heavier on a Star Wars imagery because that's what the kids are all kids about. Like, see, I would I'd, be, I'd be I'd be more enticed to believe that if it was not meant for eight to twelve year olds. So I'm going, James. I think we both can agree one uh, is the yeah. fake cookbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Let's go. Is fake. I was just about to say too that like <laughs> I, I feel like Wes. Well, I heard. Well, once I heard the titles again, I'm like, okay, this is like half-assed alliteration. That what do you like, mean half-assed alliteration? It was half-assed. It was you're like galaxy gourmet. It sounds weird rolling off the tongue, Dude, hey, even the, though it's okay. supposed to be like an alliteration. So, yes, you guys are correct. That one is obviously fake. I did not expect you to ask about cover art. That was so I didn't either. That was a fucking excellent. Dude, I question. thought it, I thought it was gonna be such a bad really question, good. and it turned out no, that, that was, was a fantastic question. <laughs> I will say the both of the this I should have thought of this, but the other two books, both of them have recipes on the front that are Star Wars shaped goods. So like, but it's the, not a picture of people like. No, it's not the, manipulating the one, them. The Padawan yeah. one, uh, the Padawan cookbook looks like it has some like lemon bars or something that are decorated to look like Wookies, and then the Galactic Baking one has s'mores that are shaped like Tie Fighters, um, which hmm. is kind of cute. But the recipes, so the alliteration thing is interesting that you point that out because the recipes I have for this are all alliterative recipes. The recipes, I but developed not the title. I have five recipes developed. So it's it's the Galactic Gourmet, so it is alliterative. Yeah. And then the recipes are uh, Wookiee Waffles, Tatooine Tacos, Dagobah Swamp Smoothie, Ewok Eats, and Alderaan Apple Pie. So they're all alliterative. So that probably yeah. would have given it away. I'll be honest, um, you could have fooled me with that. That's that all sounds pretty good. I believe good. I could agree with that. But then you ask about cover art, and I, I like excellent work. Well, guess now, now, yeah, now, James, done. now, James, he's gonna step it up next time. So he's gonna have like <laughs> he's gonna hire a graphic artist to make fake cover art for his non-existent I, cookbooks. Hey, going to okay. Fiverr. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got way more expensive uh, all of a sudden. <laughs> I've got friends. I don't need Fiverr. Do you? Yeah, uh, Henry, hit me up if you want to design cookbook covers for me. Just let me know. What are you going to do? Pay him in a firm handshake? No, I'll pay him with cash. I bought art from him before. Oh, okay. well, that's good. He, Unless you didn't introduce uh, your friend to the Who? YouTube. Oh, Oliver? Yeah. Did, could you see him on camera? I wasn't yeah. looking at my own camera. Oh, that's <laughs> my, that's my cat, Oliver. He's sitting over here. here. Hold on, let me turn so you can see him. He's sitting Aww. over here behind my microphone eating right now. Hello, Oliver. <laughs> hanging out he's a nice young he's a nice polite young man he doesn't bother me much when i'm recording he knows um, he knows yeah so now i can close out my internet browser because i don't need this anymore it's all in my tabs cool all right Good you game. guys carry the show from here i'm done
<laughs> well, we only had plenty of talking points, back. and I'm going to be sucked into one of them because I know it's bait. Oh, uh, uh, I know yes. exactly which one it is. Dude. And you I'm know what? Let's just jump. Through. Let's just jump right into it. Um, I personally think coffee. I like coffee myself. All right, I'm a fan of coffee. Everybody knows I'm the iced, <clears throat> iced americano type of guy. All right, Word. simple oh, yeah. and easy. Okay. Get your energy going right. Um, I like Real the Starbs one. It's pretty good. I did have a Starbucks iced Americano the other day, and it did absolutely it. beat ass. It was so good. <laughs> beat ass. That, being, that being said, mm-hmm. after what James sent us the other day, I'm fully convinced coffee is one of the biggest scams in oh the entire God. world. It is <laughs> crazy how just the things you need to make coffee – and like how people make you think that you need all this fancy stuff to make a good cup of coffee is insane. James sent us this device which looked like a Hubble telescope, and it, it, it looks like it, a microscope. And, it's crazy. Dude, that thing yeah. is huge too. You guys didn't get a scale, but it's like tall. Like I don't know and if how that would tall. Fit. Like oh, I'm assuming it's not going to fit under a standard like cabinet <laughs> setup. Yeah, and like and like probably you, like like uh, you know. What's the cheese? You know, and you said that was t- 10, 20 grand? All right. $20,000. Oh my thing. God. I'm not going to. I think coffee's being unfairly targeted because this happens in a number of different industries. True. There is a. So, if the people who are passionate about certain things always want the very best, I'll point to a great example of this audiophiles. Oh. You can yeah, spend. Well all the money in the world on audio equipment to get increasing diminishing returns and if you are super in tune and you are super picky and you are super attentive you will notice very small but to that person it's presumably a very important difference coffee does the same thing you can make espresso on a fairly cheap espresso machine and it will be fine and it will serve most of your needs and it'll be good or you can be a omega rich person however you make your your wealth your your living and spend twenty thousand dollars on a fancy manual lever espresso machine that instantaneously the selling point for this thing from what i understand is that it instantaneously heats water if you have a typical espresso machine, you have to turn it on and it needs to warm the boiler up and the you know, and then the water reaches the appropriate temperature and you brew. That thing, you flip the switch on in like five to ten seconds, it, it's ready to go. Your water's at temp and you can brew immediately. That's insane. Yeah. Why do you need it to be that immediate? Because you have expendable income and you don't want to wait. <laughs> uh, also, I would like to point out that I just Googled $20,000 espresso machine and I got a full page of results and none of which are the one that you were talking about. Because this is like luxury. I would say this is like luxury home consumer like thing and commercial equipment, as is always like the case in most industries. It's much more expensive, much more rugged, much more like, you know, scaled up. So that stuff's just more expensive. Now, also, as a whole. I could buy a coffee machine on Amazon uh, that is 50 bucks and it's shaped like R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> also, you bring up a good fair, a fair point, James. Um, I guess it's just so appalling to me that anybody would need to spend any sort of oh, money like that money. for just coffee. You bring yes. up a good point. But also, I have another. I would also like to say, besides pharmaceutical companies, I think people who like Starbucks are one of the biggest drug dealers in this country. Oh, oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, caffeine's caffeine is like invariably yeah. caffeine I mean, pe- is a drug. People get headaches all the time when they don't have their caffeine and they have a very you know regular regimen. So like, and they're going to go to Starbucks and spend five dollars on a fairly small cup of coffee just to get their fix <laughs> i had a listen man i had a i had a headache earlier today and my immediate first like knee-jerk reaction is like oh i just need a little bit of coffee and so i had a little bit I've, of coffee and my headache went away and I i've never i've never had a caffeine withdrawal that's nice, that is nice. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even consider it a caffeine withdrawal it's just 
sometimes I will get a minor headache and I know that like, oh, a little bit of caffeine, it'll go away. I'll like drink a Coke, like drink a Diet Coke, it goes away. It's fine. Um, I'm going I feel to- like that's a withdrawal. I, I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> agree with you. I, I, I don't understand in the slightest why somebody would spend that much money on a coffee machine. I get that it's like a luxury thing um, and you could spend a ton of money to get the perfect pour of espresso or whatever. But like you were saying, James, it's diminishing returns. At, like at a certain yes. point, there's no point in getting more. Yeah. It, like it's a um, the the curve flattens. You know what I mean? Yes, it's it's always forget, diminishing returns at the upper echelon of the price brackets. But like like I said, it's these are not people who are like you know middle class doing whatever. These people have a right, lot of is, extra money, yeah. and this is something that you know. And they might very well be the type of person who's very involved in the industry or coffee tasting, or they are you know working in it professionally, and they have the experience and the knowledge and the ability to discern those differences. That's that's great. But like True. those products are never targeted at a large audience. I mean, you know, they have to make a handful a year of like special work. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they build those to order. Like, yeah. oh, uh, you would have, have a stock. No, yeah, you like, you know, I it's, will a, it's say, just like ordering a Tesla. <laughs> it's yeah. like ordering a Tesla. Well, except Teslas cost, you know, $35,000 and don't really work that well. <laughs> I will say it's like ordering a Koenigsegg, right? It's like buying your new Jamera. Yeah. Um, I will say though, it looks really cool. Yeah, if for anyone who's it, listening it that wants to look at this, beautiful. it's called Monument. Uh, Monument. You can look up like my Google like Monument Espresso, and you'll see the machine. It it, it does look very kind of like a microscope looks, almost, and it yeah. has like wooden accents. It's a beautiful device. I I oh, don't have it, twenty thousand dollars to make a cup of coffee oh, no, for it, but no. it, I would. I would spend a hundred bucks on this just to have it as an art piece. Like it looks, it looks so. <laughs> you think you nice. could? You think you could ask them? Be like, hey, can you can send me the shell? The internals, no internals. Shell. I don't want yeah, any right. internals. Just the shell. I like to look at it. <laughs> I don't even like coffee. This thing just looks so. It'd be cool, cool to get one cut in half with all the internals in it as an advantage. Oh, piece. that would be cool. Also, I really like this image, or it's a video they have of of espresso pouring out of it. Oh, the aesthetic of like photographing oh God, and huge. videoing espresso is it's very like it's very kind of a, an artsy hobby That's i guess nifty. you could call it james this do you know anything is... about the clover machine coffee machine or anything like that the clover coffee machine um i feel like i've heard pounds. it before but i don't i think it's like 11 grand itself but it like does like measures everything out perfectly for you and like all that stuff and it's like is it like an all-in-one like it has yeah, a grinder included so. and everything I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of those. Um, it depends. Like, it always depends on your situation. Um, some people have a lot of money and they want to be able to walk into a room and push a button and get espresso, like actual espresso. And then you have the other people who, um, at least as far as coffee is concerned, there's a lot of people who look at it as kind of like it's part of their routine. They enjoy the like process of doing it and they they accept that that takes some time. Um, mm -hmm. And the thing that you miss out on on those automatic machines is like the level of precision in the process of doing it. Because if, for example, an all in one machine is going to take your beans, grind them immediately, get that into some form of a puck for you. And then, like, all that work is stuff that you would normally be involved with at every step of the process. You could put puck, puck screens on. You can use different distribution to level it out and get it even. You can grind it coarser or, you know, less coarse. Um, mm -hmm. And the machines, automatic machines will do that to a certain extent, but you never have the same degree of freedom and precision when you're doing it. So, like, sure. I think... Well there's a lot of people who want have the extra money and they want the convenience, but a lot of the people who are very invested in it and are looking for the absolute best are going to stray away from automatic machines just because they lack the level of precision they need to get the best, the absolute best cup they can get. That's, that's fair. And maybe that's why it seems so like absurd that someone would spend that amount of money on a machine like that, because at the point that I'm at, like, if I see coffee and I need caffeine, I will drink it. I, 
I, I went into work this morning and nobody had brewed a fresh pot of coffee. So I just drank <laughs> yesterday's coffee, like room temperature coffee that's been sitting there <laughs> since yesterday. I just drank that this morning and that was my oh. coffee. And I'm like, like, I'm fine with it. Like, I don't care. I'm not that picky about it. But the idea that I could have that amount of control over the coffee that I'm brewing is so wildly intimidating to me. Like, it is I have, definitely I have the, hard. I have the control. I have the control. The amount of control over the 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 thickness of the grind of the beans, which therefore impacts the density of the puck, which therefore impacts like how fast it pours and the concentration of the espresso that comes out. Like there are so many layers, and I understand so little of it. Like that's probably why it seems like such an insane thing to spend that much money on a machine. Yeah, if if I was learned about coffee and I was like, <laughs> see, see, that's the, that's the thing for me. Like I'm interested in it. I have a passive interest in, in learning about coffee. I can't imagine myself taking, like just jumping in and really getting balls deep in learning about coffee. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely like, if you're going to get involved, like, you know, coffee is insanely popular worldwide. And I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, at least 50% of the people who drink it don't give a hot shit about like what it is at the end. Like it, because it's coffee, it has a, some, they have some perception of what coffee is supposed to taste like and anything within that realm is acceptable and they're happy with that. Um, but if you want to be like, I, I, I think there are very few people who are like, I want the very best cup of coffee I can have. And, but I don't want anything to do with the hobby of doing it. I think that's like, there sure. has to be almost no people who have, the interest to get the very best cup, but also no interest it's, in how it's done or how to achieve that themselves. Like, I just don't think that happens frequently. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a bell curve in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. Where it's like, here's here's me on the far left side where it's like, I don't give a shit what I'm drinking as long as I have caffeine in my body and I can feel like a regular functional human being. <laughs> and then there's people on the far right side who are like, I want only the best of the best. And if it's yeah. not the ultimate drink i will not pass it betwixt my lips and i, yeah, I, I like the, you know. yeah i i think that's like you said it's a bell curve like that's definitely on the very extreme i think a lot of people who are passionate about it are still not like i mean you know they get lazy and you know they're fine like they have a range of acceptable coffee and i think mm -hmm. there's not as many people that would like just turn their nose up at like a cup of coffee that's offered to them unless it's like you know terribly bad Fair. um but it is, you know, it is a hobby. It's something you can do. It's I something it. you can pick up. And it, it's kind of fun. But, you know, if you want to learn yeah, more, I, uh, I we should that. we can we can try pulling some shots of espresso. I need more beans. That'd be uh, fun. Some fresh let's, beans. Let's do something. that. Let's do that. I was, I was about to say, dude, if I did a blind taste test, I don't know if I could be able to or just a taste test. in general. I don't know if I could tell the difference between different roasts of coffee and everything. It's, I don't think I could either. The hard part with that is because is more there required. Are, there's a lot of stuff that's involved in the process of making a good cup. And because of that, there's a lot of variation within the very same beans. So, like, it's the first thing you have to understand is, like, what the general principles of, of, of achieving a, you know, a standardized, like, that was a pretty good shot of espresso. And then you have the other factors of, like, what kind of beans are they? What was like? How were they, you know, roasted? Like, what or you know, where did they originate from? Because that affects the the flavor of them but all of that can go out the window if you have like poor technique you're not going to taste it the way it's supposed to taste if you have poor technique sure so you I just need learned to have that coffee is an art form doing, yeah. it <laughs> is kind of crazy right i mean you know a lot of things it's, are it's kind of uh, it's kind of cool though because it's something that like i feel like it's something that a lot of people take kind of for granted and they don't really people don't often have a deeper appreciation for the the art of making a perfect cup of coffee yeah and it's something that people are just like oh i pour the grounds in here put the filter <laughs> click click wait i think like, especially on, especially in america where and um probably older generations more so than the newer generations like you know i a lot of people look at like coffee like being into coffee or just like being into beer is kind of like a more recent kind of like a hipstery kind sure. of thing like every beer um, you go to buy now is an ipa because everybody loves them these days like most yeah. people aren't i don't know well most people probably are still um but i think there's less people these days who go to the store and buy instant coffee versus you know 
a couple decades ago. Like instant coffee yeah, was probably. like the bread and butter of America, the American coffee scene for like however sure. long time. And in other know. countries where it's a more traditional thing, like Italy and Turkish stuff, I think coffee. there's a there's there's so a more sick. artistic uh romanticized version of like the art of doing these individual things and that doesn't sure. just pertain to coffee but to like well cooking at a larger scale and really any yeah. hobby like i think you can be the kind of person who like sees different things and you have a mild interest but you don't look at, you know you don't take like a magnifying glass and like really look to see like what's all involved and you'll always find someone who can take something that appears mundane to you um and like really like open it up and be like well this is yeah. all the things that go into that and it gives you you know a kind of greater appreciation for it you're 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 inspecting the microcosm in a way that you normally wouldn't yeah i feel that way i feel that way kind of about uh about sushi because sushi is often seen as like it's like oh yeah i can buy that at a gas station like whatever but you really like you know like that's living totally dangerously different. yeah right like well we can talk about that next episode we don't have time we don't have time for me to get into gas station sushi right now um but like you could you could see sushi at a gas station sure like you could buy it at 7-eleven or speedway or meyer or whatever meyer sushi is actually really good and then they're pretty solid but then you could you could also go and get like oh this is a like fresh out of the ocean hokkaido scallop and i've cut the scallop in half and i removed the boot and you're just going to eat it straight like that it was it was alive 15 minutes ago and now you're eating <laughs> like that is a totally like wildly different experience oh you can't sure just kind of, yeah. you can't lump it all under the same umbrella and coffee is kind of the same way like you can't just lump everything in that they're coffee because there's like this this art this greater artisanal aspect to it when you get to a certain point um I have something that I kind of wanted to end the show with because I've been itching to try this and I kind of wanted to try it uh, on the show. Um, Is it the $20,000 espresso machine that you bought after seeing the... Uh, yeah, I sold, I sold my I car. Here? No. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my car and I sold all of my belongings except for, except for my computer and my desk. No, I bought this... Um, I got this on clearance at a grocery store that Heather used to work at. Uh, they have like tons of like booze clearances all the time. And I thought this was really interesting because I've never really seen this before. It's a seltzer. It's called Press. It's an apple cinnamon Ooh. seltzer. So That's it's like a good. fall. I, I'm imagining it as like a fall time thing. I, I was kind Shotgun of apprehensive. It. Shotgun it? <laughs> well, this isn't a mixology. I, I will shotgun one for the mixology episode. Wow, okay. Um, or I'll shotgun something for the mixology episode. Uh, it's Mostly smells apple-y. Don't get cinnamon. Yeah. Uh, Boss Cider does seltzers. I've had them, like, a handful of times. They're not too bad if you're... I mean, if you like seltzers, you like them. If you don't, you don't. I mean... I love and... a seltzer. This is... This is How weird. Is it? This is, like, a lot better than I thought it was going to be, actually. Is the cinnamon... You said you didn't smell too much cinnamon on the nose, which is normally kind of strange, because cinnamon's kind of, like, yeah. a pretty dominant thing. How is it on the mm. palate? It's really, it's at the back of the palate. It's like not, it's very subtle. It's like, it's like if you were to eat cinnamon applesauce, right? It's like primarily apple. You mostly get apple and then right at the end, right towards the back of the palate, you get cinnamon. Just a little, little bit so you know it's there. And it's that like the sweet, good. the sweet, sexy cinnamon. Not like that dry, sweet, sexy like cinnamon. really spicy, oh, abrasive cinnamon. Cinnamon sugar. <laughs> That's sort of vibe. It's nice. Good fall time beverage. There you go. <sighs> Gentlemen, we've done did we've done did it again. We done did do and do it again. Everyone, get ready for. I I don't know if this is still the plan or if plans have shifted. You know, it's gonna come out oh, soon. Plan, Blind plan water taste test is upcoming. Saturday morning. Look Saturday forward morning. to it. It's gonna happen. It Saturday morning. Saturday I morning. am hoping for redemption. If nothing else, I'll can, I'll get a kick out of watching them try. I have I have been water. trying different waters this whole week, by the way. Oh, he's training. Really? He's training. Yeah. He's yeah. training. Yeah. He's yeah. I've been training so well. Training every oh day God, this work. Like every day oh every God. day this work week, I've got a different water to like. Wow. Train right the after this, a bit. Um, since we're getting closer and we have stuff to do tomorrow, uh, oh. after this, let's get a list, and I'm gonna get all these waters. Uh, yeah. For for well, tasting we purposes. Can... We'll have a production meeting after this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I've got but some yeah, stuff I, to I mean, thanks again for joining us, everyone. I, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, this is pretty also, good. follow our socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, our email is dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, Wes, hit it. 
Uh, thank you to Alexander Hoom for the use of our theme song, uh, Steak and Eggs. You can find all of his stuff on Instagram and YouTube and all over the dang place. He's a real swell guy and a good pal of mine. We got to hang out again soon, Alexander. Yeah. So hit my line. Um, also, uh, another plug for something that I've just been into really, really just today that James and I were talking about. <laughs> He's shaking his head no. Go listen to Hot Mulligan. They're a great band. Uh, I've been listening to Hot Mulligan all day. They're fantastic. They're from Lansing, Michigan. If you love so, Hot check them out. Mulligan, uh, Subscribe to this podcast, and we'll talk yeah, about them every I'll once in a while. I'll talk about, I would love to just have a whole episode talking about Hot Mulligan. They're such a good band. I'm really if Hot them. Mulligan, if you're listening, if you love food, <laughs> and you want to be on this podcast, we'd get in touch with us at our email. We'll be happy to arrange something. <laughs> yeah, Hot Mulligan. I listened to your song, Backyard, this morning, and it really, really did something special for me. It really hit the spot. All right. <laughs> That's all. Listen to some good music. Yeah, go out, listen to some good music. Go outside and you know, ask someone about yeah, their hobby rest. that you 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 haven't you know looked at too closely. Maybe they'll open you up to something new. Talk to a stranger. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay. Well, use your best judgment. All right. <laughs> all right. Peace. Yeah. Bye.